0: we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 7th, 2019. And I'm gonna reiterate the last thing that I just said in the last teaching. Um, Most illegal crossings in 12 years, Border Patrol took in 851,000 illegal aliens into custody Um, in fiscal 2019, marking the highest number of arrests since 2007. Okay. Okay. And again, this has all been all done under Trump's rule and watch, facilitated by the pieces of legislation he signed. And the Border Patrol, that whole, the whole fence being built has been a joke up until this point. We've reported on that. And because they're destabilizing Mexico and Central America and South America, and that's all being done by design by George Soros and those types of people, the illegal aliens have come here at a breakneck pace. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because I'm going to play now a clip from uh, Ted and Austin radio show for October 2nd. And it's entitled, Trump cannot be anti-globalist while appointing globalist in-depth discussion. But they're going to start out, Austin is going to start out talking about this illegal alien angle here. And I wanted to mention that again because it bolsters what he's going to be talking about here
1: my opinion and so now they're making just about anything you say pertaining to this topic now in new york city a hate crime and is
0: finable now and this is exactly finable i believe by is like two a quarter of a million dollars if you uh, offend an illegal alien or do something that ice deems that is offensive to an illegal alien you'll get you can get fined by two hundred and fifty thousand dollars as like a speech slash hate crime um it for about somebody that shouldn't ever be here to begin with so this is how insane the world is becoming in new york city in particular
1: what ties back into what i was just saying they do not want to prevent illegal immigration this has been one of the most effective tools to change the entire climate of the United States in essence the climate I refer to as the aspect of the American culture they've already said now where I told you that report it came out a couple months ago they're saying that originally they said that there's roughly probably 10 to 11 illegal million illegal aliens in the United States they said that's massively undervalued now they're saying it's anywhere between 20 to 25 million and that is a massive undervaluation in reality because a lot of them have not declared that so they're saying in general
0: and a lot of these are going to be converted into a fighting force a lot of them came on here under that guise anyway fifth column type truth they're being trained they may not have brought weapons with them but the weapons are already prepositioned ahead of time thanks to the un thanks to george soros types and these types of things those are all covert but that's a fighting force they're bringing in fifth column to aid the russians to aid the chinese to aid the other countries that are here, to aid Antifa, to aid uh, the radical left and the United Nations in what they're about ready, it sounds like, to foist upon America.
1: There's probably pushing an essence of about 30 million illegals in the United States, which doesn't take a rocket science to do the math. That's almost 10% of the entire U.S population so best we believe when you start seeing new. and i didn't even
0: mention the muslim all the muslims that are here in the muslim sleeper cells that are ready for jihad
1: ready to find people and charge them with a crime for basically saying anything that's offensive to somebody that's an illegal we have begun to lose this country
2: when it comes to the rights of american citizens dad you know austin it's crazy i mean i I told you guys a story i'm gonna tell you real quick i was in a lounge one time for British Airlines and I'd flown to Europe and I was in London and I asked a lady you know if she had some water because there was you know water was included in the lounge and she didn't answer me I said you know do you have water and I said uh, I looked at her I said agua and she asked, didn't answer me and I said Vasa, you know German I said water I said well I'm done with my languages now I've got you know three of them i trying to use you can't answer me I said do you speak English she looked at me and then finally she said I'll get you some water I'm like alright that's really weird I guess she spoke English the whole time. And I said, okay. And so I left and I got some food and I was coming back and I grabbed a bottle of water and it was a British guy sitting there and he goes, you sure are a rude American. I said, I'm a rude American. You know, why do you say that? And he looked at me and he was drunk and he said, because you asked her if she spoke English. Now, is that where this is going? Austin? I mean, you can't get to the point where you can't even ask somebody if they speak English or you're a rude American. I mean, I guess
0: it's kind of funny because Ted Brewer reminds me a lot of my dad because it seems like every week he's got two to three stories to tell about how some confrontation he got in that week with some random stranger author. And I'm telling you, some people trouble just follow them. And my dad was that way. It was like, man, when you were out in public with him, you knew something was, you were always braced because something, but with my dad, it would be like, you know, he go, he'd get into a fist fight. He didn't care. I don't think it's that bad with Ted Brower, but it just seems like every time I turn around, this guy has got some major confrontation he's reporting on. It's just for some people, just trouble follows them and confrontation follows them. And he and he's really one of them.
2: Frustrated. I mean, you know, they, they said if he speaks to this morning, I called General Motors for car for car payment I make and for truck payment. And I called him up and I. First thing they said is, you know, if you speak English, press one. If you're speaking Spanish, you know, when you say his best you'll press two. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, so are they not going to be allowed to even ask if you speak English or speak Spanish anymore on a voice recording? Is that going to be is that going to be some type of offensive nature? That's a hate crime now. And this is the liberals. This is what they do. This is the liberal elite. This is who they are. And, guys, remember, it's like Ocon Consent. I say this to you guys so many times back in 1922, the New York Fed The International Banking Cartel, the Rothschild Banking Cartel, who controls the country through the Exchange Stability Fund that got started in 1934. The Rothschild Banking Cartel, the New York Fed became the Treasury, took over the Treasury, runs the Treasury in 1934. When you understand how it all worked, you
0: realize... The same ones that own and control, lock, stock and barrel, Donald Trump, the Rothschild Banking Cartel...
2: These are the guys who make the rules, and these are the guys who basically tell you what you can and can't say, and these are the guys who finance the Russian Revolution, the Bolshevik Revolution, and these are the guys who want to cause the United States to completely come apart, tear itself apart, cause a civil war, just like they did in Russia, to create their new world order. And it's crazy how they do it. There's a really good article here from All Market. I've got to post-it on the website, the Health Masters News site. It says Trump cannot be anti globalist while working with global elites. And they've got a picture of him and that just unbelievably evil Henry Kissinger right there. It says, in the summer of 2016, during an election campaign, <clears throat> the author examined the Trump phenomenon, how it relates to the globalist narrative. He said, I keep concluding, Trump would be the president based on the fact that having a supposedly hardcore nationalist and populist conservative in the White House over the next four years would be, a fact, and, and highly beneficial to the, the elites. During the election, it was unclear to me if Donald Trump was a puppet of the elites. He could have simply been a convenient scapegoat. As I've noted in numerous articles, this author goes on to say that Trump's associations with the globalists go way back. He was saved by the Rothschild banking family from crippling debts in multiple property developments in yes. Atlantic City during the 90s. The Rothschild agent that handled Trump bailout was another than Wilbur Ross. Guys, I've told you this. The senior managing director of the New York Rothschild banking cartel.
0: Okay. And again, this is why I'm playing this. Because we've just heard from a multitude of different people. Most of them were just totally, Dave Hodges being at the spear tip, most of the people in alternative media that are talking about all the stuff with the Marines being called up in the coup and all—they the, are 100% not talking about this, about his wicked, evil connections, all of the, his wicked background. They are not mentioning it. All they're going to do is focus on the left and how wicked and evil they are, and just ignore all of Trump's wicked, evil connections. I'm not going to do that. And this is why this I need to reiterate it over and over because it's just like I'm fighting it every single broadcast now.
2: Ross is now Trump's Commerce Secretary, which indicates that this relationship to the Rothschilds continues to this day. In 2016, Trump offered positions to the White House to a vast array of globalists, some of them from the Council on Foreign Relations. I remember, the Council on Foreign Relations was formed after World War I, after the Treaty of Versailles basically did not allow the League of Nations to come in. And this is a group that was dedicated to a new world order, one world government, underneath a group of people like the League of Nations or underneath the basically the United Nations. Here's we he put These are all CFR members. Elaine Chao, United States Secretary of Transportation. Jamie Dimon, and Jamie Dimon is a scumbuck of guys, by the way, member of Strategic and Policy Forum. Jim Donovan, the the, the, the Deputy Treasury Secretary. Larry Fink, member of the Strategic and Policy Forum. Neil Gorsuch, Supreme Court Justice, CFR member. Vice Admiral Robert S. Harvard, National Security Advisor. But he declined the appointment. Trump then went on to bring in longtime elites with ties to global established banking cartels and the Federal Reserve, such as John Bolton, Mike Pompeo, Robert Leitner, Larry Kudlow, and Steve Munchen, etc. This just goes on and on. During the campaign, Trump consistently and rightly criticized
0: Hillary Clinton. He, surround him, he surrounded himself with devils and swamp creatures and people connected back to the Rothschilds in the synagogue of Satan. But we're supposed to believe that in a crisis, he's going to have our back.
2: Ties to... The banking cabal, including her close relationship with Goldman Sachs, Federal Reserve Bank. He also made several multiple criticisms against globalism. Then he argued that economic recovery under Obama was actually a massive financial bubble and the markets were artificially propped up by the Federal Reserve stimulus and low interest rates and indicators like unemployment statistics. Again, it's all true. After the election, Trump proceeded to saturate his cabinet with the same banking elites yep. he once attacked. He then took full credit for the markets and the fake unemployment and the GDP numbers only a couple months later,
0: once in all, Which is what most politicians do. He's a pathological liar. He's a pedophile. He's a serial rapist. Okay? I mean, this guy is evil. And I'm sorry, but I have proven all this in many, many teachings, what I'm saying. He's also a practicing Kabbalist. And he has converted to the whole Shabbat Lubavitch probably years ago because you cannot practice Kabbalah under a Kabbalah teacher and not already be a, you know, converted over to Judaism, and that's hardcore. That's the kind Jared Kushner is involved in, and they wear the red Kabbalah strings, just like Madonna and a lot of the people in Hollywood. Ivanka's been seen wearing that red Kabbalah string over and over again. Her her Antichrist potential Antichrist husband is is openly Shabbat Lubavitch hardcore Kabbalist Judaism, okay? Not throwing all Jews under the bus. I'm just saying that sect is definitely high-level Jewish witchcraft where they practice the Kabbalah. I mean, we're talking bad, bad news. But yet, he's going to have our back, I'm sure, and never do us wrong.
2: Trump suddenly abandoned his promise to indict the Ken Clintons, and any pursuit of fighting the globalists fell by the wayside. Exactly. It said Trump turned all his attention on China, opening the door to an economic war as a useful distraction for the globalists while they continue to pull the plug on financial life support. If Trump was going to do battle with the global establishment, why would he surround himself with so many elites? And why would he hold up China as a primary threat instead of the global blank banking institutions? I'm not going to read you anymore this article, but this is exactly what I've been telling you and Austin's been telling you for the past two and a half years. And guys, it's not getting any better. I think this
0: may be why Ted Brewer hasn't been on Dave Hodges' show like in very much or in recent memory i mean he was on there quite a bit and you know he's probably tried to educate dave like i have and dave doesn't want to hear it he wants to believe what dave wants to believe and what a lot of the other people in alternative media that trump is our only hope glenn kennedy and these types glenn kennedy told me that i read it on air he's our only hope and you know he's not our only hope he's not our hope at all jesus christ is our only hope so this is what we're dealing with here. This circus show. I mean, right now, I mean,
2: we had to, yeah, I had, I had to buy some steel plates at the steel IB we're, we're looking at getting one. And the prices of steel have gone through the roof. I mean, what you used to could buy for 30 or $40 is like $150 now. And the fabricators have gone through the roof. And you're like, what the heck? All this is a tariff when you put it on Chinese goods coming into the United States. Right. All
0: it is. Which is what Trump did has done in a huge way he's put gigantic tariffs on chinese goods
2: is a tax on the american people exactly that's all it is because when they raise the prices the manufacturers just raise the price and then the retailers because they got more inventory carrying costs they raise the price
0: so china just raised the price it's not like it's hurting them directly they just have to raise the price and then then that price then that ends up getting transferred to you down the line because you're the end end consumer of that steel that we're importing from China or whatever other good they're importing.
2: And everybody raises the prices. So the hundreds of billions of dollars that he's bringing in in tariffs has been a tax increase. Yeah, I mean, probably one of the largest tax
0: increases. Which is just one more way they're trying to destroy us. But yet he's trying to look like he's playing hardball with China. All it's really doing is destroying the average American taxpayer even more history of this country.
2: I mean, there were other ways to do this. Give the economic incentives back to the major corporations to stay in the United States and to bring their plants back from China. Do that. Do those things. Take it a little bit slower instead of throwing these gigantic tariffs on China and put that stupid telephone down. Stop tweeting all this stuff all the time and causing all this havoc havoc in the international markets. But remember, Austin, these people who are supporting Trump think he's the savior and I'm not. I'm not being facetious here. They see him as a as a quote unquote not a not the god, but like a little mini god running around that he can do no wrong. And then he got the Q thing trotting around with Trump, basically saying, "Oh, he's playing multidimensional chess." No, he's not. Yeah. He's putting the international banking and part- the other
0: false prophets like Jonathan Kohn, job and in, in in Mark Taylor um, out there bolstering that from a religious in amp- Uh, standpoint saying god's giving me this revelation that trump is playing 3d chess and that he's here to no he's not you're not hearing from god you're hearing from satan i did a whole subject i did a whole teaching on on taylor and on jonathan kahn job and you know that's what's going on so that's that's taking care of the religious right that are believing taylor and jonathan kahn and thinking that trump can do no wrong when there are false prophets, clearly hearing from Satan, clearly deceiving the body of Christ.
2: ...in complete and total control of the United States, along with CFR members. That's what he's done. And I love this article that I just posted from altmarket.com. And you guys need to realize that when these types of... This is an article by Brandon Smith, and I love Brandon Smith's writings. But he's telling you the truth. Just like I told you the truth yesterday with what Chuck Baldwin said. All of this stuff is being orchestrated through APAC well, I can't believe you said that. I'm telling you, that's what's being orchestrated through because these are the guys that are being controlled through the Federal Reserve Bank that basically set up the Valford Agreement who run the country through the Federal Reserve Bank now in 1913. We, because of that act of 1913 with that blithering idiot Woodrow Wilson who was being basically blackmailed because it was a fair Princeton, and he pushed this thing through by Samuel Untermyer, this is what's going on. We've got to deal with this mess over 100 years ago. We need to clean house. This Federal Reserve system needs to go away. It just needs to go away. Yeah, we and just then,
0: talked about that with the taxes, Federal Reserve Act of 1913, which is where the, all this mess all started, which led into the IRS.
2: We have to bite down on it, and basically, we're going to have to nationalize the Feds. What we're going to have to do so we don't shut down the banking system. And if we and we need to declare all of their debt basically unconstitutional and be done with them, but they were smart. They sold a bunch of that debt to foreign countries, and they interlocked us. Instead of just holding themselves, they sold it to foreign countries through our bonds and through our treasury bills. And when they did that, they locked us into the debt. So their banking institutions, the Rothschild banking institutions, which are run out of Switzerland, they need to come back and pay all these people back for all this funny money they put out. They've got the assets. They've got quadrillions of dollars. They could do all of that, and they need to be held accountable for what they're doing in Austin. And these bankers need to be put on trial for what they've done and for the complete and total fraud they are trying to bring us into this mess with this new world order. That's my opinion. And Brandon Smith, that is an excellent article you wrote. Austin, what do you think?
1: Uh, That's very accurate. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to is because the bankers are the ones that are pulling the strings. You have to understand that. You know, the Congress and the Senate, most of them are compromised. But in most cases, they're compromised and do what they're told. But who are they being told by? Who, who are the ones that are telling them what to do in most cases and in almost every time when you dig down deep enough and you pull all the rocks and all the sludge and all the feces and all the cockroaches out you find the bankers that run the money and rule the world and that's how it's always come down for thousands of years and that's why it's so important that we continue to expose these guys especially the federal reserve that's why i loved ron paul so much i think ron paul was one of the last great men in the United States government system. I mean, he was adamant about shutting down the Fed. I mean, it wasn't something he talked about once or twice. He wrote papers on it. He put bills, he introduced bills on it to audit them and shut them down and take away their charter. He did everything he could. But it's funny, he only had a few supporters as far as in the Senate, Congress, any of that. Nobody ever wanted to support him. Everybody was scared. Because, why? He didn't fit the narrative. He went against exactly what they wanted to have happen. And so it was ironic when you see so much of the stuff he has talked about for years and years and years and you realize he was 100 percent right with what he wanted to do with the fed because if you guys remember that was one of the main things he ran on when he ran in two thousand and eight, is he wanted to basically nationalize the Fed. He wanted to basically shut them down. He wanted to audit them. And you know, you could go into detail, we've talked about it so many times, but this is why it's so important to get these banks under control. Because they're trying to set up a full blown tyrannical regime globally. You already see China is the new face for that. It's crazy now. I saw an update report from Nicole Howe from yesterday, October first, saying now the Chinese regime has now announced a new rule which now will require all residents to pass a facial recognition test in order to apply for internet via smartphone or computer. This is what's coming here. They're beta testing it all in China rule will be implemented by December 1st, 2019. In addition, it will be now illegal to sell any phone or landline number and transport to another person privately. All telecom carriers must use facial recognition to test whether an applicant who applies for internet connection is allowed to have internet connection and is the owner of the ID that they use. At that same time, carriers must test the ID to make sure it's genuine and valid. All telecom carriers must upgrade their services terms and conditions and notify all their customers. They are not allowed under any circumstances to transfer or resell their cell phone SIM card to another person by the end of November 2019. Also, telecom carriers should help their customers to check whether their cell phone or landlines that don't belong to them but registered under name since December 7, 11, uh, 1st are transferred immediately. For unidentified numbers, the telecom carriers must investigate and close the lines immediately. They are clamping down in China, guys. They are about to do something big in that country, and they're making sure that nobody has the ability to get any type of inside or outside internet connection or phone calls or anything in or out of that country unless they are identified.
0: And again, what does that boil back to what we talked about in part one, where they're trying to totally control the narrative and totally trying to, whatever communications, they want to be able to control all of that so that you're only getting lies
1: their facial recognition ID number. Now there's a reason why they have that. People already have talked, and we've talked about for years, the social credit score. The China regime is forcing people to register their real identities to get internet because they want to control people's speech 100%. Authorities have arrested thousands of people in recent years because they've posted topics that the regime deemed sensitive, including the most recent Hong Kong protests, which there have been normal arrest, numerous arrests on for people just putting memes comments out online. MIIT's new rule on facial recognition to identify an internet user means the government can immediately track their online activities using their social media posts and websites they visit because of their facial recognition ID just to get internet connection. In cities and public places, as you guys already have probably heard, train stations, airports, government buildings, entrances to museums, pretty much any place that they want to keep at least moderately secure police Use smart glasses to check each passerby's identity and facial scan and whether or not they have a criminal record. It's about to go full-blown tyrannical in, in China if it has not already done so. They're now reporting, as you guys know, this year, the end of this year, they're going to have almost 700 million facial recognition surveillance cameras in China. Essentially one camera for every two people. They're now reporting by January 30th, 2022, they're saying China will have 2.7 billion surveillance cameras installed throughout the country, which it doesn't take a mathematician to realize they are putting a full blown grid up in that country and they're about to make sure by the end of this year nobody has internet or phone system unless they are a good little slave. Because remember You get your surveillance, your facial recognition ID number, you get your internet. That's cool. Okay, great. Now, if you make a comment on Instagram, or you make a comment on Facebook, or you send an email out, or you go to a website that the communist regime does not agree with, they immediately drop your social credit score and penalize you and give you a warning. If you do it again, they drop your social credit score again. By the third time, they revoke your internet and phone card. So, your ID doesn't work anymore. So, then as you see, they're saying, well, if anybody transfers a phone number or a SIM card to another person, it's illegal. Why? Because they're trying to cut down on the black market SIM card transfers for people that have had their social credit scores dropped so far they can no longer get telephone or internet access anymore because they're basically banned by the communist regime. The fact that this is going on in this country and we don't have the United Nations and NATO and the entire European Union and the United States pitching a fit.
0: Why, why would they pitch a fit? That's what they want to bring to their countries.
1: For about a humanitarian crisis in China right now boggles my mind. But it goes to show you the reason why is because this is the giant dream of the new world order. China, this is being done in China because this is the first rollout of the new world order regime. Yep. That's exactly what their goal is to do in the entire world. Because there's no legitimate reason why you see United Nations and NATO pitching a hissy fit about some country and not allowing water to their, you know, somebody in the country or them starting a war in their own country and then going, oh, what need you doing? Invade their country. You need to intervene. Now, China basically saying that the population of China is not going to be able to have internet or phone calls unless they have the ability to follow every single rule that the Chinese Communist government dictates, and if they don't abide by those rules, their credit score drops to nothing, and they're essentially homeless peasants on the street, and they get picked up for organ harvesting. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard the Nine Nations bring that up one single time. Yeah. So
0: this is what's they going on. They have to- mobile execution vans, and, and you know, if you get picked up, you, you go for the organ harvesting, and they, they do it when you're alive, because that's the only way to really do org- organ harvesting right the right way and i've I've heard about the horse stores, and and they don't give you any any anesthesia either you are alive when you get but then again if you get into a thing here in america and you have an organ donor card it's, it's pretty much the same way let's say you're let's say you're knocked out you're you're whatever and you know they're they deem you as whatever even though they could save you but they want your organs well guess what they take them out when you're alive, and you feel everything unless they've given you anesthesia. But they don't want to give you anesthesia because that would ruin the, potentially ruin the organs. So understand if you've signed an organ donor card, and I've, I've talked about this a lot. Just key in "organ organ donor" in the keyword search box at ContendingForTruth.com. I have a gigantic file on it. I mean, it's one of the most horrific things you could ever be a part of
1: there but I really wanted to bring that up today Dad, cuz I found that quite troubling to realize that they are taking it even another step further now in that communist regime over there
2: and always remember guys the Rothschild banking cartel is the central bank of China yeah so there there are central bank again this Mm -hmm. is the group that controls both sides of the narrative they're also the central bank of Russia but Russia's trying to get rid of them but China basically is controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel and, and this, is, this is what's going on. So that means that the bankers are controlling both sides of this narrative, and they're allowing the information to come out about China as much as they want to have come out because they control Reuters and AP. They're, they literally are like Rolling Stone called them a few years ago. They're like a giant vampire squid that's wrapped his tentacles around the planet. I mean, this is who these guys are. I mean, this is the group that I've talked about so many times that took down Building 7. They control everything. You see, you hear. We're like, in the Twilight Zone with these clowns? Brandon Smith, I'm going back to this article that I read a second ago. I want to read you one more, two more paragraphs from this. Trump's U.N. speech, and listen to what he says. I don't know if he listens to our show or not. Trump's U.N. speech, in which he criticized globalism, was the latest and perhaps the most blatant attempt to sucker conservatives into thinking maybe Trump was indeed playing 4T chess. He's not. Rather, Trump is playing the role, the part, the act he has always played, just as he played the role on WWE wrestling, or his role in The Apprentice, it is Trump's job to attack the globalists, and it is their job to pretend to attack him. All the exactly. while, the real targets of attack are conservatives, exactly. sovereignty, yep. activists, and freedom yep. advocates. And I'm going to add to this. Second-
0: He's playing his part. So, oh, Trump's getting attacked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's all get on the Trump train. Let's ignore all the, the wicked evil stuff and all his wicked evil connections okay let's just focus in on the left and the democrats they're the bad guys they're we're not gonna let them do it we're and then meanwhile they're still advancing their agenda the whole time and it's all controlled theater
2: amendment rights what is the purpose of facade the fake wrestling match between trump and the elite yeah
0: because he was in the wwe i mean with all that vince mcmahon fake garbage i reported on that before he's just he's an actor that's all he's doing it's like pro wrestling say, Andre
2: the Giant and Hulk Hogan, to get conservatives invested in a false paradigm to co-op our movement and our momentum and to ultimately to chain us to Trump's reputation and then drown us when he goes down. Exactly. While activists wait around for Trump to take action against the globalists, they sit idle, accomplishing little. Mm -hmm. While activists put all of their hopes in a Trump solution to the globalist problem, they remain unprepared for the fallout when it is revealed that he was a complete waste of time. Right. The masterstroke of the elites using Trump as a weapon is one main, as that one man might be able to nullify the activism of millions. In other words, what he's doing is with Q and with Trump, all of us who were basically had enough of Obama are basically not all of us, but most of them, as far as the conservative movement have sat back now on their laurels and wait and they're waiting for Trump. And he goes the solution to remain continually vigilant of Trump's rhetoric and policies and to call him out, which is exactly what we do on the show, when he does anything that violates constitutional principles, which we do constantly, like with his red flag gun laws, or anything that aids the globalists in their efforts to trigger an economic reset, and I'll say, a civil war. It's so important, guys, that we don't put our hope in Trump. Mm-hmm. Our hope is in the one who made the universe and the God Almighty. They're the ones that these guys are fighting against. These are the guys that basically we need to be, you know, aware of and who they are. Now Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I, I think that's why I waited till the end to play that after I got through all this stuff about this Marines being activated and possible civil war and all this other stuff. We I gotta feel like I, I need to constantly bring myself included back to to focus in on who does trump represent what is what is the real deal with this guy and it's very important because you're you could wind up like dave hodges where it's just oh it's all forgotten it's just all forgotten and let's just focus in on the left and and you know all right so let's shift gears here and i'm probably going to make this the last part because the bottom line is i really want to get this information up it's breaking and if i carry this to four to five parts tonight what's going to happen is i'm not going to have this thing up for another two days and it's going to be old news and it's i want to get this up tonight so um, next report is uh well this is about the um abc cbs the major news networks all refused to cover abortionists who kept aborted babies the grotesque nature of abortion and the industry that profits from it is routinely hidden by the national press beneath a gauzy layer of rhetorical blather about the woman's right to choose it's drummed into public into the public daily abortion is a precious civil right um a sacrament of feminism not really death let alone murder but look no further than the discovery of more than 2,200 dead babies in an Illinois garage of a recently deceased, and I'm sure he's enjoying hellfire, uh, abortionist named Ulrich Klopfer. They told us Dr. Kermit Gosna was one of a kind in his creepy storage of dead baby parts and jars. It turns out he was a piker. Klopfer stored each fetus in a plastic bag full of medical grade preservative, which I would imagine formaldehyde. Put them in boxes, more than 70 boxes, from garage floor to the ceiling. You talk about demon-possessed and sick beyond anything you could even imagine. Indiana's Attorney General reports the records indicate these babies lost their lives between 2000 and 2002 when Dr. Klopfer operated three abortion clinics in Fort Wayne, Gary, and South Bend. One man told Fox News that his mother, who was Klopfer's neighbor, always wondered what was in those boxes. Only Fox News cared about the revolting story. CNN gave it 30 seconds on a weekend. The New York Times offered one story deep inside the paper on page A22. ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, NPR, PBS, the same networks that wailed for hours about the inhumanity of illegal, illegal alien kids in cages had no interest in something a thousand-fold more horrific, though. And this shows you that, you know, if it's evil, it's good. And if it's good, it's evil in today's day and age. So just some Bible verses on abortion and child sacrifice. Deuteronomy 27, 25, Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. What is an abortionist? What is the nurses that are there? What are the receptionists? I mean, they're all part of it as far. What are the, the people that run Planned Parenthood? Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. They're all in on it. The doctor's the most direct one. But, you know, he's taking a reward. They're getting paid to slay an innocent baby. And then it says, and all the people shall say amen. Meaning not, you know, we agree. Proverbs eight thirty-six. But he that sinneth against me, meaning God, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. So, you know, be careful what you're, what you're setting before your eyes. And, you know, a a lot of people are like into the whole whore slasher movie and the Bible said, I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. And it says all they that hate me, love death. Be careful what your, what your passions are and what you're putting before your eyes. But, you know, these people that work at abortion clinics, they love death, essentially, you know, deep down and some more than others psalm 106 37 yay they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils and they shed innocent blood even the blood of their sons and of their daughters whom they sacrificed unto the idols of canaan and the land was polluted with blood and that's what our land is it's polluted with blood so all this stuff i you know that's going down right now in the country and all these things that are going on we are ripe for judgment our land is polluted with blood and there's no national repentance. There's no shutting down. I know some abortion clinics have shut down, but you know, there, there's a gigantic one they've just they just opened in um Missouri or Illinois that I'm gonna get into next. And so, you know, <laughs> doesn't look good for America. Proverbs 6, 16 through 17 says, These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look a lying tongue, and these are self-checks for all of us, and hands that shed innocent blood. And those are just three of them. Hands that shed innocent blood. And that what more is an abortionist than that? Isaiah 59, 6 and 7 says, Their works are works of iniquity, and the acts of violence is in their hands. Well, that would be an abortionist. Their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Meaning they, they speedily want to shed innocent blood. And that's what these abortionists are. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their past. And it's a proven fact that typically whenever you have an abortion clinic, witchcraft is going to be involved in that. Most of the time, the owners are either witches or the people that work there are witches. They're cultists. And they view every single baby being as Not only are they making a living, but those are sacrifices to whatever god they're worshiping, whatever false deity and fallen angel they're giving them to like artemis lilith chemash Moloch. these are some of the main ones of deities that they they sacrifice to and i've done a whole i've done tons of teachings on this just key in abortion in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com we've went into this in detail deuteronomy 19 9 and 10 says if thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them which i command thee this day to love the lord thy god and and to walk ever in his ways that innocent blood be not shed in thy land so see if i was president boy boy it'd be be rough for america because that's the first order of business i would have no more innocent blood being shed in the land none done done but see when you do that the land becomes cursed and polluted And evil takes over and evil is attracted to that. And that's why the world is so getting so wicked because you've got, was it like over 100,000 abortions every day worldwide, okay? According to their own statistics. You always hear the, well, there's 4,000 aborted babies in in America. Yeah, but what about worldwide? It's 100,000. And then that's not accounting for all the abortions that occur by birth control. The pill, the patch, the birth control uh iud's um the r u84 or whatever that morning after pill those are all other abortifactive potentially in their in their use i mean some more overtly than others i've I've covered this in a lot of other teachings just king contraception in in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com you know i mean i love you enough to tell you the truth that innocent blood be not shed in the land which the lord thy god giveth thee for an inheritance and so blood be upon thee. And in other words, if innocent blood is shed in your land, your the, the that blood's gonna be upon you, you know. And you don't want that to happen. You don't want to be under the curse of that innocent blood. And that's why it's so dangerous for innocent blood being shed in the land. Now this is the next report. Okay, so this next report is Code Name Alaska Planned Parenthood opens an eighteen thousand square foot building. Built in secret, mega clinic, capable of performing over 11,000 abortions per year just in this one clinic. Planned Parenthood just opened a massive new abortion facility in Illinois that is capable of cranking out a minimum of 11,000 abortions per year. And like all the criminals, they worked under the cover of darkness, laboring day and night and in secret. They called it Codename Alaska, and it is now one of the largest abortion facilities anywhere in the country. Planned Parenthood said they expect to start operations, meaning mass murder of babies, in the next few weeks. Definitely something to add to your prayer list. The Nazis had cute little code names, too, when they wanted to discreetly refer to the wholesale slaughter of people they were processing. <sighs> Bible says in Leviticus 18.21, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch, which is essentially the same thing that they you kill your child. Neither shalt thou profane... The name of the Lord thy God, I am the Lord. Going back to the report, it says, We have arrived in the day and time, the biblical last days, foretold in prophecy, where evil would rise and the power of darkness would envelope the land. The Planned Parenthood facility here brags about how many they can process per day and that they're willing to kill babies up to six months old. And those are the selling points of how efficient their new death camp is. And you thought the Nazis were cold-blooded. If they were still around and watching Planned Parenthood, they would be asking for pointers. And this is from CBS News, um, who's promoting it. Planned Parenthood has been building a secret location, a mega clinic in Illinois. The new location is just 13 miles away from Missouri's last remaining abortion clinic. A facility in St. Louis fighting to keep its license. Since August 2018, Planned Parenthood has used a shell company to construct a facility, leaving no public trace that the former medical office would become one of the largest abortion clinics in the country because they're slime bags and they want to do it under the cover of night. Colleen McNicholas The chief medical officer of the Planned Parenthood of St. Louis region in southwest Missouri said the facility was built in secret to avoid protesters and delays. The other Planned Parenthood projects had run into problems once the public realized the construction was being used for an abortion provider. Well, probably two people praying against it was their main opposition. In one instance, a communications company had refused to install telephone and data lines. In another, the cabinet maker never delivered an order. McNicholas said in Birmingham, Alabama, protesters targeted Planned Parenthood suppliers, flooding their social media accounts with fake negative reviews. And then it goes on to say our supporters are patients. And what they mean by that is the future dead babies and childless mothers. Okay, that's their patients, the future dead babies and childless mothers the board and everyone is so committed to the mission of being present in missouri and taking the responsibility to provide access to abortion for missourians in the place they live she said and i don't know that this is the she's the one for missouri that's struggling to keep their license but this other abortion clinic is actually in illinois but it's right near the border of missouri so to give you a more clarification there um she said i am confident it will be a fight we will continue to show up to that fight we were really i mean you know the churches in those areas should just be turning out in mass to pray against this wickedness but you know i'm sure that's not happening most likely we were really intentional and thoughtful about making sure that we were able to complete this product project as expeditiously as possible because we saw the writing on the wall patients meaning that the future dead babies and childless mothers need better access to the death chambers essentially so we wanted to get it open as quickly as possible as we could because they want to make as much money as they possibly can and they want to kill as many babies as they possibly can so that they can have their sacrifices to Moloch, chemash lilith artemis and all the other devils that they sacrifice to And make money along the way. And increase their black witchcraft spell making power. Which is how they view dead babies when they kill them. Because that's one of the highest forms of trying to garner and gain more power in witchcraft. Killing little babies. So it's a win-win for them. And then have you heard of the Negro Project? Far left liberals are silent as it's shown the number one killer of blacks in America is Planned Parenthood. And their racist agenda. But you know. I don't know why the. Um, it says there's a big billboard here. I think it's in New York City. The most dangerous place for an African American is in the womb. Yeah, because the blacks uh, tend to abort over 50% of the um, pregnancies, according to statistics. I'm not saying whites are innocent or Hispanics, but blacks have the highest rate of that. And that's statistics. It's not being racist. Planned Parenthood expects the facility. To begin um and this is back to this report planned parenthood expects the facility to begin taking patients later this month in the meantime the organization's st louis location said it's planning to double its clinic escort staff on wednesday in anticipation of increased protests well i'm glad there's protests praise god i mean there needs to be massive amounts of christians mobilizing toward this um with a newly conservative supreme court access to abortion has come under fire across the south and the midwest well you know when kavanaugh got in one of the first things he did is rule for planned parenthood i'm sorry but he's 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 a devil as far as i'm concerned he's done nothing that i've seen that's good okay so you know that i, I reported on that when that all happened anyway where state lawmakers have raced to pass laws that can ban the procedure in hopes of over, overturning roe versus wade which is one of the things on our prayer list, the 1973 Supreme Court case that legalized the procedure. Next report, pro-life, national right to life to testify against, this is unbelievable, pro-life, the organization, national right to life to testify against a Tennessee bill to ban all abortions. Now this is from August 19th. This is one of those ones that I've been wanting to get to that I just kind of accelerated it this is from life news as tennessee law and i don't know where this is at now but as of august 19th this is what they were saying as tennessee lawmakers debate their latest proposal to end abortion in the state america's most prominent pro-life lobbying group which is national right to life is condemning the measure condemning the measure to end abortion in the state as irrational and foolish Okay, so if you've given, if if you're giving any money to National Right for Life, you need to stop. Okay, now understand, like the one that's reported on this LifeSite News, they're Catholic, so you got to really weed through stuff as far as where you're where you're giving your 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 money, your ties, and these types of things. You need to vet things out, and and you know because you know they're actually evil as far as I'm concerned. Like other states, Tennessee has been considering legislation to ban abortion once a fetal heartbeat can be detected. Earlier this summer, it was amended into an even bolder proposal, banning virtually all abortions by defining viability to mean that a male sperm has penetrated the zona particulum of the female ovum or the detection of a heartbeat in an unborn child. Well, I do believe life begins at conception. Jesus, or it says in the word of God, uh, to the prophet uh, Jeremiah that before I formed thee in the womb I knew thee and ordained thee unto a prophet unto the nations I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations okay so he knows us before we're formed in the womb so life does begin at conception and there's other verses you could prove that out as well Anyway, starting effectively at conception, the bill would make committing an abortion a Class C felony and revoke a violator's medical license in all cases except to prevent the death of pregnant women or to prevent serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of a major bodily function of the pregnant woman. However, during PAC legislative hearings earlier this month, National Right to Life Committee General Counsel James Bopp testified against the bill. He said, quote, it's not a matter of whether these judges are pro-life. It's the reality that they have an obligation to follow precedent, meaning that we should have abortions. That's the precedent that he's evidently arguing for. Now, he's the National Right to Life General Counsel. Okay, he's arguing for abortion here. And then he goes on to say, and there's simply no question that pre-viability prohibitions are unconstitutional. Oh, I didn't know that the Constitution got into the whole sanctity of life thing and, you know, unconstitutional. So we we have to kill babies or be able to kill babies um, before they're viable, according to this devil from the pit of hell. It says we have precedent we cannot avoid with a clever legal argument. Well, dude, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes standing before God on Judgment Day is all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm perfect, okay? But, wow, really? He admonished the bill's viability provision as irrational language that makes us look foolish. Oh, we wouldn't want to look foolish. God forbid that. Kill the babies just as long as we don't look foolish and we're approved of man. Yeah, yeah. That which is highly esteemed among men, though, is an abomination in the sight of God. You know, I want to please God, not man. So, but not this devil. No, he wants to please man. He doesn't want to look foolish or irrational. And he says that I don't want to look foolish. I'd rather kill the babies than look foolish. You devil from the pit of hell. That's all I can say. Psalm 82.1, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. How long will you judge unjustly, James Bop, and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah, defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. How much more poor and needy can you get than a, than a helpless baby in the womb? How much more? Can you can you get any more poor and needy than that one? I don't think so. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. You mean like the wicked abortion doctors that want to kill them or prescribe an R84 morning after pill? Yeah. We're supposed to rid them out of the hand of the wicked. But not 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 James Bob, baby. Not him. Matthew 8, 10, 18, 10. Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. Mark nine thirty seven. Whosoever shall receive one of these children in my name receiveth me. Oh, what if you kill one of those children in the womb? Are you receiving Jesus? No, I think you're doing the exact opposite. And whosoever shall receive me Receiveth not me, but him that sent me, meaning the father. Psalm 127.3. Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. But see, Mr. Bopp doesn't want to look foolish or irrational. That's all that really matters to this devil nrlc has faced criticism in the past this is the same organization this national right for life should be national right for death is what it should be why don't they just change their mind national right to life no it's national right to death has faced criticism in the past for allegedly putting the priorities of the republican establishment ahead of the pro-life causes and this is why it's so important where you're don't don't give any money to you can bring a curse on yourself giving money to somebody like this okay because you're furthering their wicked causes and their wicked agenda. They have opposed federal heartbeat legislation, national right to life, and putting its weight behind policies unrelated to abortion to pressuring lawmakers and affiliates to support rape and incest exceptions and even pro-abortion Republicans such as C- Senator Lisa Mukarski. Um so they've supported her. She's pro-abortion so boy boy okay have you heard about this christian and jewish jewish clergy bless abortion clinic and claim god is present in this space here's a picture of these devils in an abortion clinic all these different religious devils all hell-bound and wanting to take as many people to hell with them as possible they're calling the killing unborn babies sacred work a group of clergy gathered Tuesday to bless an Austin, Texas abortion facility. The Huffington Post reports the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice to Kill Your Baby and Texas Freedom Network organized the event at the Women's, the Whole Women's Health, an abortion chain known for numerous health and safety violations. Isn't that wonderful? The first and foremost goal was to say that we support you and the work that you're doing, especially in a state where you're constantly having to meet new regulations or deal with critics like I'm assuming Christians and protesters who said that Reverend Amelia Fulbright, a campus minister in Austin, told the news outlet, I'd like to know what Bible this devil witch is reading from. I really would, because I got a feeling it's a satanic Bible. She said they organized the blessing of the abortion clinic to encourage the patients as well as the abortion workers. We got to make sure the morale of the abortion workers is at the highest point so that they can kill as many babies as possible, essentially. As people of faith, you mean faith in Satan. It's not that we think we're bringing God to this place. We believe God is already in this space this abortion clinic i'm quoting from her she believes god is already in this space this is how sick twisted wicked and evil people are in so-called clergy in america not everybody but a ton oh yeah we wonder why the country's moving the direction it's working moving because as the church goes so goes the country And the church is totally yoked up with the government through their 501c3 status, which is totally unbiblical. And they're all on that train to the one world religion. They're all gonna either have to get on or get off it sooner or later. She goes on to say, but it's to ask for prayers of safety, healing and peace to infuse the space with an energy that is life-giving for women. Yes, life-giving. Go in there, pregnant, okay, let's say six months, whatever, however pregnant you are, and you come out with a nice dead baby and a childless mother because that's so stinking life-giving, isn't it? Isn't it? No, she's right, though. I'm the one in the wrong. I'm the bigoted Christian. She's the minister. Even though women have a no right to be ministers and clergy, according to the Bible, the Bible says the pastor, the bishop, the deacon, or the elder has to be the husband of one wife. Doesn't say the wife of one husband. Sorry, that's what the Bible says. Most of these are all women that call themselves clergy. Clergy that are in this thing to bless this abortion clinic you've got looks like a jewish guy and a catholic priest i mean how demon possessed to the toenails do you have to be to go into an abortion clinic and call yourself a christian and bless this space to infuse this space their prayers prayers to who satan they're asking for prayers from artemis chemosh lilith and Moloch, which are the four main child sacrifice deities that I'm aware of, and Satan, for safety and healing and peace, to infuse this space with an energy that is life-giving. Life-giving. It's a place where mass murder is being committed every day. Are you out of your stinking demon-possessed mind? life-giving are you serious a lot of whom are in an anxious time yeah because they know inherently they're going there to kill their baby they know it's wrong deep down unless their conscience is totally seared with a hot iron they know it's wrong that's why they don't want them to have those fetal ultrasounds Because a lot of the time, if you're forced to view a fetal ultrasound before you get an abortion, there's a very high likelihood you're not going to abort your baby. At bare minimum, they could give it up for adoption. There's thousands and thousands of people waiting to adopt babies. This is so sickening. I I can't even, I, I mean, this is so wicked and evil. The Reverend Katie Z. Zah, or whatever, executive director of the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice said they believe abortion is sacred work. Yeah, it, it is for a witch. You're right, it is. Let me read you that quote from my abortion file. These are just some headlines from some of the other reports I've covered in times past. Former Satanist, I perform satanic rituals inside abortion clinics because it's the perfect place to do it. Many Satanists believe abortion is sacred and some participate in procedures themselves. In fact, King explained that participating in abortions is particularly important for Satanists because it's considered as the best way to give an offering to Satan. He explained in Satanism, killing some someone or something or the death of something is the most effective way to get your spell accomplished as far as trying to get Satan's approval to give something that you want. Killing something is the best way to go killing something is the ultimate offering to satan and if you can kill an unborn that is the ultimate goal Uh, my my file on this is so big now and i don't even remember to add to this most of the time it's 67 pages my file on abortion so i don't even know where that quote is but it was the quote where the one lady that worked there said that you know we we my um she said, you practice your religion, I'll practice mine. My religion is um, holy child sacrifice. And she she dedicated all of these abortions that she was performing or had a part into Artemis. The fallen angel Artemis. The deity she worshiped. And she that's how she gained more power. I can't even find it anymore. It's it, I've got so many stories on the, the abortion thing. It's just so sickening. So I'm going back to this report here. So yeah, this reverend, the reverend. The Bible says, the only uses reverend, the word reverend one time. Can the word reverend at contendingfortruth.com I did one small teaching on that word. And the Bible refers to God as holy and reverend is he. Nowhere in the Bible does the, the, the Bible ever use the word, the King James Bible ever use the word reverend for a person reverence reverend is a whole, is a term holy for god man has no right to use that term but yet nowadays it's reverend this and and here's a woman who's a reverend who's blessing an abortion clinic i don't know how much more incredibly unbiblical you could get but the reverend katie zah executive director of the coalition for reproductive choice said they believe abortion is a sacred work Well, yeah, if you're a witch or a pagan, you're right. And that's what you are, I'm sure. The whole reverend thing is just a a facade. The, The whole woman's health clinic, the whole woman. Yeah, I'm sure a woman comes out of there after she kills her baby as a whole woman. No, she's just had a part of her soul ripped out. It's a proven fact that women that get abortions have unbelievable psychological problems down the line, typically later in life, I guess unless they're totally, their conscience is totally seared. And it sets you up for all of the kind of health problems to boot as well, because you've just brought a gigantic curse on yourself, because you've just used your body for whole whole ritual human sacrifice. Now, listen, I understand. there. Are, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners I have that probably maybe had an abortion at one time. I'm not coming down on you. I'm not saying God can't forgive you for that. Okay, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm talking about unrepentant. I'm talking about glorying in your shame stuff here. This is what we're dealing with here. They glory in their shame. Like a dog returning to its own vomit. The whole woman's health clinic in Austin is also a blessed place. Not only because of our ritual of blessing on Tuesday, but because providing reproductive health services, you mean the death of the babies, the killing, the mass murder of babies in the clinic, that's their version of reproductive health services, has always been a sacred work. Yes, to Satan, to witches and warlocks and pagans, you're absolutely right. You slimy devil from the pit of hell. She said 10 clergy representing Presbyterians, uh, Episcopalians, Unitarian Universalists, United Church of Christ, Disciples of Christ, and Reform and Reconstructionist Jews participated in the event god help you on judgment day you devils for fulbright one of the most meaningful moments was nursing her infant child while blessing a place where so many other helpless babies are hacked up in the womb so this stinking maggot witch had the audacity to nurse her infant child in the abortion clinic while this Quote, satanic blessing was taking place. Where so many other helpless babies are hacked up in the womb. I added that in for extra emphasis. Because I like to get down to the nitty gritty. I really do. I like to really, you know, warts and all. Let's look at it all. You couldn't be any more sick, twisted, depraved, and satanically possessed, at least a Satanist is honest about what they're doing. These people are trying to put some kind of Christian veneer on this. Oh, I pray God rain down his fury on this wickedness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I loose legions and legions of death and warrior angels and what other kind of angels are necessary to annihilate this wickedness. And I bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these angels or this prayer in any way, shape, or form. I bind them up, I rebuke them, and I cast them into the abyss. Until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire. Sick of playing patty cake with this garbage. If I'm this mad, how mad is God? There's 100,000 abortions. The pro-abortion clergy claim they hold the moral high ground. Yeah, Satan, I love getting morality lessons from Satan. I really do. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Saying they want to be compassionate to pregnant women who are struggling. And that compassion means supporting the brutal killing of helpless unborn babies. That's what they mean by compassion. This devil, Reverend Zah, said, quote, because our prophetic teachings emphasize caring for our neighbors. See, I love how they just try to twist and twist and twist scripture. You, I mean, can you imagine being this demon possessed where you're going in there and trying to biblically justify your position? Because our prophetic teachings emphasize caring for our neighbors, progressive faith communities are called to respond to pregnant people with compassion and affirmation so that they can kill and slaughter their baby. That's compassion on a level I've never heard. See, what I'm doing is I'm giving you the real interpretation of what she's saying. She goes on to say, quote, we know that making reproductive decisions can be hard work. Yeah, it is hard. It's very, very hard to make that decision to kill your unborn baby. It's tough. It can be hard work spiritually and emotionally. Yet we believe God accepts the decisions of conscience each person makes. Even if it's totally contrary to the word of God. Even though child sacrifice is totally forbidden in the word of God. And will bring the most severe judgment on the land. And that's why Satan is so obsessed with us having access to it and why he's so obsessed of convincing women to get it because he wants judgment. He knows God's judgment is gonna fall on the land. He knows it's gonna attract more demons and devils. He knows it's gonna curse the land more. Psalm 94, 16 through 20 who will rise up for me against the evildoers, or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee which frameth mischief by a law roe versus way legalizes this it's framed mischief meaning evil and wickedness by a law it's made this legal doesn't make it legal in god's eyes Who will rise up for against me against the evildoers? God, please send me. If I if I have to die, God, whatever, whatever. It was it was for a good cause, God. Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? <sighs> Matthew seven fifteen. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. That's what these devils are that go into abortion clinics and bless them. Inwardly, they're ravening wolves. They love death. And the Bible says, all they that hate me love death. Titus 1.15b through 16. Unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Cal, isn't that a perfect example of what we just described? These people are so defiled and so unbelieving, yet they try to put some kind of biblical spin on this. But even their mind and their conscience is defiled. They're so demonically possessed to the toenails that their conscience is seared with a hot iron. They've been turned over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. It's totally obvious. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him. Isn't that a perfect example of what we just talked about? We no go, I'm a reverend. I'm a, I'm an, a or an Episcopalian. That's what they always used to call them in the Baptist church, Wiscopalians. I'm a president I'm a Catholic priest. I'm a reverend. I know God. Look at my, look at my clerical call. Look at my title. That doesn't mean anything to God. They profess they know God, but in works, they deny him. Yeah. You mean a work like going to an abortion clinic and a blessing it? And saying there's, it's sacred work being done there? Being abominable and disobedient and then to every good work reprobate. I don't know how much more reprobate you could get than that. Second Corinthians 11, 13 through 15, for such are false apostles and deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They appear like that, but they're not. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it's no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness. Well, look at us. We're we're ministers of righteousness. No, you're not. You are of your father, the devil. And of his lusts and of his works, you will do. And he was a murderer from the beginning and he loves death. And so do you. Whose end shall be according to their works. God help them. I pray to God it be possible their souls be saved. I do, but I also pray you do not prosper in wickedness and that God's severity be upon you that he would bring you to repentance. That's the most merciful prayer I can pray for some devil like this going into an abortion clinic and doing blessings upon it. Second Peter two seventeen through 19. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest. Meaning a great storm. To whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. It's a special kind of place in hell for them. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, like I just read you, they allure through the lusts of the flesh. Oh, it's for a reproductive, it's for a woman's reproductive health rights. We're doing it for her. They don't mention anything about the dead baby. They allure through the lusts of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in air. The Bible says, get away from them. While they promised them liberty, yeah, liberty to go kill your baby and have God's blessing upon it. They themselves are the servants of corruption. Yes, yes, they are. For of whom a man is overcome of the same he is brought into bondage. Be, Be careful who you're putting yourself under. This just gets worse and worse. This just came out this week. These people are demented. This woman is standing up in an Ocasio-Cortez rally and saying we've got to start eating babies. AOC's town hall. At a recent town hall, AOC was confronted with a constituent's proposal to add the eating of children of babies as part of the new Green Deal. She has literally got a shirt on that says, save the planet, eat the children. I'm not lying. And she sounds totally brain damaged, which is their, that's the new and older poster child. They want. She says, we've got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. We're running out of time. It's, it's this big, we're all gonna be dead in 10 years because of the carbon, even though carbon dioxide is what feeds the plants. And that's why we're having a massive greening going on in the world that can be documented from space. But we gotta make sure we get rid of all the carbon dioxide and get rid of all the sunlight because that's exactly what Satan wants because he's trying to terraform the world and turn it into something where humans can't even survive. Because he wants to kill off humanity because humanity is made in God's image. I'm just going to play this clip for you. Here, There's a picture over here in the PDF. So sickening.
3: We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel It's not going to solve the problem faster. So
0: this is this lunatic woman in Corona, New York, Queens Public Library. And she's like, oh, I like you to support the fossil fuel. She sounds totally brain damaged. And she probably is, I'm sure. And probably from the vaccines and the fluoride and the chlorine and the GMOs and all the other stuff and the chemtrails and all the stuff they're doing to kill us off. And the the smart meters and all the other EMFs we're being bombarded with. Okay, and I'm not saying that's her fault, but she's demon-possessed of the toenails, and she's up here going to the most radical actress that we have in Congress because she's an actress. She she's, um, tried out for the role of Congresswoman. She got it, and then she got elected. Ocasio-Cortez, who was doing wet t-shirt contests in a bar prior to her being a Congresswoman, who is totally unqualified for the office. And now she's going to have this demon-possessed Devil tell her that we've got to start eating the children because we're running out of time
3: Now a Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat the dead
0: people, but that's not fast So the Swedish professors are saying we got to, We can eat the dead people, but that's not fast enough So I think you're next so she's taking off her jacket now, which is unveiling her shirt Save the planet eat the children
3: Campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start
0: eating babies. So that's the campaign slogan. She's proposing that Ocasio Cor-I think it's great. I think she should have that as her campaign slogan. Save the planet, eat the babies. Why not?
3: We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. All of you too much you, CO2. You,
0: you know, CO2 is again what is greening the planet. It's what the plants live off of. Okay? If we didn't have CO2, we would have no plants. A no
3: pollutant, too much CO2. Oh my gosh, we have to start now. Please, you are so great. I'm so happy that you really support a nuclear deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So, we have to get rid of the babies that's a big problem just stopping having babies is not
0: nobody's shouting her down either they're just kind of like oh they're kind of look you know kind of debating this yeah Casio cortez is just standing there she's not trying to stop her nobody is because they're open to this see the demons and devils emanating and operating through these maggots essentially are open to this thought and it's just like ah they probably didn't want to say it but hey if she's gonna say it you know <laughs> that's you know It's a good idea. There's a lot of people that are nodding silently in their head, if not outwardly, about this, that are in this crowd.
3: It's a woman's body, and she should not be forced to carry anything
2: inside of it. It wouldn't make her keep a tapeworm.
0: So she's referring to her baby as a tapeworm. Okay, I wonder, I'm glad, I bet you she's glad her mother didn't think of her as a tapeworm when she was in the womb because she's so feminazi and so progressive and so much more hip than the average Christian. She, she refers to the babies as tapeworms.
3: Heartbeat. So you're comparing a baby to a tapeworm? A fetus is a parasite, sweetie. That know. is
0: not what a fetus oh, looks like, okay? It's a book
3: of cells that's 12 weeks. You think that it is the white man's duty to fix everybody's problems, right? Now
0: this is a Satanist girl that was in Austin, Texas, and this was Alex Jones, they went there, and she's saying you think it's the white man's job or whatever to think all this.
3: How many, you did
0: adopt? You How, many? How many did I adopt? I kill my kids. I kill my kids. They they she she even they went on this, to quiz her more and she's like, I kill my kids. That's what I do. I basically, I do it for fun. She's laughing as she's saying this. They love death, they love human sacrifice, they love getting pregnant so that they can kill their babies. I talked about this last week. Okay, so that's all we have for for that one there um and then we have greta thunberg that we talked about last week the ideal new order model slave mouthpiece puppet sickly vaccine brain damaged brainwash stunted growth there's a picture of her here she's vegan she's malnourished and her growth is stunted and a, a lot of it is a, a combination of being vaccine brain damaged and being a strict vegan Okay, shows her around a group of other 16 year olds and she is her growth is so stunted. She's about a head shorter than the average 16 year old. When I first saw her, I thought, well, is she like 10 years old? No, no, she's not. She's she's 16, which I couldn't even believe. Um, And so we have that and it's just one thing after another, after another. And then the last I think this is the last point I'm going to cover on this. Puberty blocking drugs given to transgender kids have killed at least 6,370 of them. FDA report finds. So if you do make it out of the womb, okay, Satan, you're still in Satan's crosshairs. I mean, you're vaccinated with all these, these vaccines, hepatitis B, which is sexually transmitted disease, right off the bat, first day you're ever born. They're trying to kill you off as quickly as they can, okay, the medical, the medical pharma cartel. But if they can con job you into thinking that you're transgender and that you're you're a boy but you want to be a girl or a girl want to be a boy and they're doing this primarily targeting the autistic kids and the kids with Asperger's because they're already brain damaged from the vaccines because that's where the brain damage comes from and then yeah I know understand yeah the fluoride and all the other stuff I mentioned true that is brain damaging them but they're very suggestible then they put them into the public school indoctrination centers and convince them that they got to change their gender and chop off all of their um their genitals in order to make start this conversion as soon as possible. So new data released by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration reveals that since the year 2012, more than 40,000 people have suffered adverse reactions from taking the drug, taking the hormone, blocking pharmaceutical Lupron. While at least 6,370 people have died since 2014 from taking the drug commonly prescribed to children who've been manipulated into believing they're transgenders in need of some kind of chemical sex change. Lupron has reportedly caused more than 25,500 serious reactions in patients, and that's probably only a fraction, just in the last five years alone. According to the FDA, many of these adverse reactions appear to have occurred in patients who were prescribed the drug for off-label uses, such as transgender therapy. This is so sickening. The pediatric version of this drug is also largely mislabeled as it comes with minimal warnings about long-term side effects, some of which could be irreversible. Such irreversible side effects include permanent damage to the endocrine system, which is responsible for producing the sex hormones that sustain life. And like I was talking about earlier, BPA that they put in all the plastics and stuff, and the, the xenoestrogens they put in all the cosmetics, all this stuff is designed to just wreak havoc on your hormonal system and where do all the hormones get processed liver liver and gallbladder have to be functioning properly in order for your hormones to be working right okay that's why i start so many people on liver gallbladder cleanses because it's so foundational to so many things in the body because if that's not working your hormones aren't going to be working right the fda has known for at least two years that Lupron isn't safe, especially for young children. The agency announced back in 2017 it was conducting all drugs are controlled poisons, every single one of them. All you gotta do to find that out is just take the whole bottle and watch yourself die, typically, to take a whole bottle of whatever medication. You take a whole bottle of like my whole food stuff, you might get diarrhea, but you're not gonna die. But see, all drugs are controlled poisons and they all have side effects and all that's by design on purpose because it creates reoccurring revenue been that way for decades and decades and decades ever since the pharma cartel took over the medical system way back around like 1930 and 1920s and those types of areas i've got into this before you see an ig Farben medical cartel do a keyword search for it do, do a keyword search for pharmaceutical or um pharmakia at the at contendingfortruth.com i've done whole studies on this The agency announced back in 2017 it was conducting a specific review of the nervous system and psychiatric events in association with the use of GNRH antagonists, a class of drugs, including Lupron, in pediatric patients. Pediatric, they're giving this evidently too. However, nothing thus far has come out of this alleged inquiry. Of course not. Because they want to keep killing kids and annihilating them and destroying them as much as they can. Because they're medical pharma cartel. And they're of the father of the devil and of his lusts and of his works they will do and they they love death just like satan does i'm not saying every person in the medical pharma cartel is evil but i'm saying at the top the people you know that fund the hospitals the people that fund the own the pharmaceutical companies they're satanists they're luciferians and that sickness permeates from the top down Doesn't mean everybody in the, in those, I, am not saying emergency medicine's not wonderful and you break a bone and you get it, but I'm saying that increasingly it is becoming, I mean, they're going to force, try to force vaccinate everybody and you cannot drug your body into good health. It's impossible. You just can't do it. Sorry. Body wasn't designed for that. One thing to do something to get you out of the woods temporarily or whatever, emergency medicine, listen, great. But beyond that, you just can't drug your body into good health. It's impossible. So nothing thus far has come out of this inquiry, which first came about as a result of questions that were raised by Kaiser Health News and revealed from the Center of Investigative Reporting, including why so many children who are being given Lupron now suffer from persistent seizures. Why? Because that's a side effect of Lupron. Hey, it's worth it. Get your genitals all cut off. Go on, Lupron. I'm sure you won't regret it down the road. Hey, listen, you're... 11 you're 9 you know fully well what you want to do with your life at 9 years old right or maybe at 5 years old cuz they're going to try to keep doing this more and more and more lower and lower and lower you you fully know what you want in life at that age right you you make you can make a fully informed decision, especially when you have parents that are demon-possessed of the toenail telling you to get the surgery or to take the Lupron, and you have teachers that are demon-possessed of the toenails that are all infested in Common Core and where other socialist programs they're in telling you, yes, it's the right thing to do, and probably the doctors are on, the, on that bandwagon too. In the United States alone in 2017, prescriptions for Lupron raked in about $669 million. Oh, the the love of money is the root of all evil. That doesn't hurt either. And with gender dysphoria on the rise due to rampant transgender indoctrination, that number is likely to skyrocket even more. For more related news about how the social engineers are using the LGBTQP movement for pedophile, propaganda to destroy children's lives while making pharmaceutical companies obscenely rich be sure to check out evil.news believe that's um uh mike adams he's got a whole bunch of uh things there that uh you know and i'm gonna cover this one last thing because i've got a little extra time here and it's it's when i when i saw dave hodges with that diet coke in front of him which is what also what evidently donald trump drinks sometimes by the case I mean, 12 a day, I heard, or more, upwards of maybe a case a day. They just keep bringing him, keep bringing him. He's so brain damaged now from all the NutraSweet, the Aspartame, in the Diet Cokes, he's highly suggestible, just from that alone. So, what happens one hour after drinking a can of Diet Coke? Did you know findings from a variety of studies show that routine consumption of diet sodas, even one per day can be connected to a higher likelihood of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, which is what causes you to gain weight, and high blood pressure. In addition to contributing to weight gain, Susan E. Swithers, a professor of psychological sciences and behavioral neuroscientist, said these things. Number one, first 10 minutes when you drink a Diet Coke. Tricks your taste buds and attacks your teeth. The phosphoric acid attacks the enamel in your teeth, while the artificial sweeteners like a spare team hit your system. The asperity may trigger taste receptors and trick your body into thinking it is just processed sugar. Now, this doesn't even get into all the other horrible ingredients in the Diet Coke. This is just talking about a couple. It also doesn't get into the fact that when you drink a Diet Coke, you're drinking municipal water. Okay, So it's got all the chlorine and all the fluoride and all that other garbage in there that are also going to further brain damage you. Okay, plus you get the aluminum from the can, and aluminum is the number one Alzheimer's. And you got phosphoric acid in the can, and phosphoric acid will leach the aluminum out of the can at a much higher rate because that's what it does. Okay. I use phosphoric, I use a, a product I call called superphosphozyme in order to digest kidney stones in the majority of cases. It's one of the it's one of the products I use in my kidney stone protocol. Okay? But what you don't do is let it sit in your mouth where it can dissolve your tooth enamel, all right? And in that regard, if taken with other things that are going after the kidney, that are trying to cleanse the kidneys, it can be good, but I typically do it short term. So it does have some uses. It's just that, you know, if you're doing copious amounts of this stuff every day, you're destroying your teeth enamel. And I've got a whole protocols for the teeth too. You can email me. I've done just keen teeth health. It, contendingfortruth.com, but I've, I've updated that file quite a bit. So the the aspartame may trigger taste receptors and trick your body and if it gets just processed sugar. That's the first 10 minutes. By 20 minutes, like regular Coke, this can this can trigger insulin, which sends your body into a fat storage mode. Data from a number of studies, including nurses' health and health professionals follow up, reported a greater risk of type 2 diabetes high blood pressure and heart disease this is a very sanitized version of what it does okay i could probably get a lot more hardcore but these are just some of the things also some of the data indicates that those who consume artificial sweetener beverages double the risk of metabolic syndrome which is related to diabetes cardiovascular problems and weight gain by 40 minutes and this is where it can cause addiction the potentially deadly combination of caffeine and aspartame which i think they was it was nutrasweet and then they changed it to like amino tame i don't even know They've tra- they keep changing the name in order to water it down in in so you don't know what it's in it, in there anyway the potentially deadly combination of caffeine and spare team creates a short addictive high similar to the way cocaine works excitotoxins are released that's what NutraSweet does. Excitotoxins are released, which may exhaust your brain by overstimulating its n- neuroreceptors, especially if consumed on a regular basis. Uh, number four, 60 minutes and beyond. Can deplete nutrients, make you hungry and thirsty for more? And that's all, the whole point of it. It's all about co- re- recurring revenue. It's like taking a drug. Well, here's here's my next dosage of your drug. You know, it's totally unnatural. It's got all kinds of drugs in it. You know, so that's why it's so Addictive. I I personally can't even stand, I haven't even touched this stuff in years, but I can always remember when trying diet colas and things like that before, the horrible taste, and I could never understand how anybody could, but I guess if you just keep doing it, it's like smoking. The first time you try it, it's horrible, you know, like when I was a little kid and I, oh, sneak out and try a cigarette and then cough my guts out. I'm like, why would anybody want to do this? was similar to me, when the first time I ever tried like a diet soda, I can remember when I was growing up, my aunt Patty and Uncle Gary, they they drank this stuff called Tab. It was in a it was in a it was in a, a pink, um, can. It said Tab on it. I don't think they have it anymore. Man, that stuff was horrible. Oh man, I and they just drank it by the case, and I'm like, wow. Now that was saccharin. I'm pretty sure that was saccharin, which totally can cause cancer and laboratory rats and they even had to put a label well they they've sanitized the aspartame even though aspartame is even worse than saccharin um and can cause multiple sclerosis and all, a host of other things just key in nutrasuite in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com have talked about this over and over and plus i got a file on it but you know these are just things just to kill us off and to dumb us down and to take out our brains but by 60 minutes and beyond it says, can deplete nutrients, make you hungry and thirsty for more. Unlike the small amount of satisfaction you get from a regular Coke, your body may still crave sweets. This makes you likely to reach for another diet soda, or worse, some other junk food you consider to be safe, and the cycle then continues. A can of Diet Coke provides no nourishment and would replace a more nutritious drink you could have drunk while potentially depleting your body of essential minerals. Well, you're much better off just drinking water. Okay? And, I mean, water that's been, like, filtered from, from the fluoride. And fluoride's extremely, extremely hard to get out, guys. Just understand. If they, they say the water's filtered, one of those Brita, Brita filters don't take out the fluoride. You gotta get, you've get you got to have special filters to take out the fluoride. That's why I like those Big Berkeys and the probe here is because, well, Big Berkey's got a separate fluoride. I like that better. I don't really like the all-in-one filters that claim they take out fluoride. I'm, I'm a little leery. But like the big Berkeys, they actually have a separate fluoride one you screw on the bottom of the regular black Berkey that's specifically just made to get out fluoride. So hard to get out. And it's been done by design on purpose. Literally an industrial waste product of the aluminum industry that they dump into the water supply that burns out our lower brain lobes and causes bone softening diseases, even though they say it's good for your teeth and gives you cancer and a host of other things. That's what fluoride does. They they first tested it on the Nazi concentration camps, the Jews, and they gave it to them in, in higher amounts, but what it did is it made them very docile. And they would just march right into the gas chambers and not even try to resist. That's why they've been giving it to us for decades. For when that day comes or for whenever the whatever. And that you'll be compliant. It'll never quench your thirst as it dehydrates rather than hydrates your body. A lack of vital water can lead to brain fog, poor concentration, of fatigue, and feeling irritable. And this is this is a very sanitized version of what one diet coke does. I could probably do a two-part study on diet what diet coke does in the body because I I mentioned some of the other stuff that's in there that they didn't even mention. So I want to get this teaching up tonight, and I know if I keep going, that's probably not going to happen. So I'm going to go ahead and just end it here at part three. We've got through about 19 pages of information, and um, God bless you. Sorry I went kind of crazy tonight. Sorry. I just righteous indignation. You know, it's one of those things that I can't, sometimes I can't really control it. I mean, I, if, if killing dead babies and blessing abortion clinics doesn't get you righteously dignified, you know, I don't know what will. And, and I'm not meaning I'm some kind of gold standard, but I, I can't even comprehend that that subject. I don't think there's anything that infuriates me more than that. And I don't, I don't think there's probably anything that would anger God more than that as well. Child sacrifice, then trying to put some kind of Christian veneer and spin on it. I just, I don't know what more. So God bless you and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.